Hello and welcome to the Up North Halo podcast. I am the host, Nicholas Egdorf, and we have a couple more spring training games. The World Baseball Classic is underway. I've got a couple games that I wanted to talk a little bit about at the end, but I'll start with some of the spring training games. I hope you've been watching them. I've been trying to watch as much as I can. It's kind of tough, but fortunately, over the next couple of weeks, I will be able to actually watch games instead of just reading box scores pretty much. So that'll be nice. I might be able to actually give legitimate analysis. And that will help the podcast be actually quality instead of me reading numbers. But I figured I might as well still do this just because of the fact that it's information and it's stuff that we need to learn about for future reference with when it comes down to position battles, this is going to be important information. And I'll start with the Guardians-Angels game, which was back on Monday. And it was a good game. The Angels ended up winning it 6 nothing. so real good job from the pitching staff. And Griffin Canning started this game, and he looked really good. He struck out the first and the last batter he ended up facing in the game. From what I saw, it was a solid outing, but his stat line really shouldn't be the core focus here. The core focus should really be on feel, how he's feeling, how his arm feels, how his arm felt the day after, which by all accounts was fine, otherwise we would have heard something about it, or how he's feeling in between innings, how he's feeling between pitches, all that sort of stuff, and coming back off of the bench to pitch another inning, stuff like that, that transition, just getting him used to being on a major league mound during a game, so that was really good to see him get two innings of work in. He allowed two hits and got two strikeouts, so no runs allowed, no walks, which is really good to see. But my one gripe with Griffin Canning is his changeup and his cutter slash slider. He has zero drop in his changeup. It's basically like a slower fastball. It's not a huge drop-off like it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a change of speed. That's why it's called a change-up. But it's just a slower fastball that breaks a little bit. So it just gets grooved when he throws it typically. But the fact that it didn't get hit at all is really good. So hopefully he does figure out a way to slow down the change-up or ramp up the fastball because it is, to be honest, below average. It sits 94 95 and the MLB average is like 95 6 or something like that so granted that's all pitchers and a lot of bullpen guys throw harder but still he is slightly below average among pitchers and especially right-handed pitchers who throw in the low low to mid nines that's not great but anyways moving on to the bullpen and it was a bunch of one inning stints for these guys Jonathan Holder came in, one hit and a walk. Webb came in, one strikeout. And Estevez came in, who had been struggling, but he looked good, only allowing a walk. So progress is being made. He's still trying to focus on working up in the zone, especially with the fastball. Jimmy Herget came in, one hit and then a K. Colton Ingram came in with one hit and two Ks. And Kenyon Yovan came in and got a K. And Murphy got two Ks and a walk. 
So good to see the pitchers get a shutout, even in spring. Good work for the boys. And a couple of the bats who were important today were Jared Walsh, who went one for two with a walk. Hunter Renfro, who had a solo blast and has really given me a lot of confidence going into the season regarding the middle of this lineup. And he did very well. He went one for two. Absolute tank to left field. No doubt about it. And yeah, I I love watching Renfro play. He's been really good. I will also talk more about him in a minute about the next game. But Gio Urshela had another great game. Two for three in a run scored. And he also continues to impress. And he's been really good in the middle of the lineup and is giving me even more confidence about the middle three to four guys after the number four. So the five, six, seven, eight, like that section of the lineup really needs to produce if this team is going to win. And they are giving me confidence that they'll be able to do that again. This is spring training. So take what you will with the numbers, but still good to see runs being produced. And Logan O'Hoppy went one for three with a run scored. And that's really all of the key contributors from the game. And we'll move right into the probably one of the better games of the week. The Angels-Padres in the 5-4 win, which was a back-and-forth game. And Tucker Davidson took the mound, going three innings, allowing two hits. Four strikeouts and one walk. And he was getting ahead in counts, throwing lots of strikes. Love to see that. And it was all in all a good outing for him. I'm really impressed with how he's done. He looks like the front runner for the sixth rotation spot. I am a little bit concerned about the handedness issue. But if you're getting five quality left-handed pitchers... You're still getting quality pitchers. I know there's a lot of teams that hit left-handed pitching really well, but you're also putting out good pitchers, so it kind of balances itself out in a way where you're still throwing good guys out there. But I think Davinsky, or sorry, Davidson, we'll talk about Davinsky in a minute, but Davidson had a good outing, and him canning are going to be Battling for the sixth rotation spot. Sil Seth as well, who we'll talk about later. But these three guys, I think, are the ones who are going to be the only ones who actually have a chance at making it. I don't think Berea is going to even sniff the rotation. I think he was good in his role last year. Don't mess that up. And yeah, all in all, Davidson had a good game. And Chris Davinsky was the first guy out of the pen after... Davidson left the game, two hits, two earned runs, a strikeout, and a walk. Not fantastic. He has a better game down the road this week, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Walters came in afterwards, two hits and a walk. Leto had one walk in his inning. Soriano, three hits, two earned runs, and two Ks in his inning. Hernandez, one hit and one K. Armstrong with 1K to end the game. And moving on to the bats, who they did kind of end up saving the day a little bit. And Ward had a solid two for four day. 
Jake Lamb with a good day, and he's really exceeded expectations. And he went one for two with a walk. Really good spring for this guy. And a lot of people wrote him off. I, I to be honest, did not have high expectations at all. I expected at best he was a quad A guy, but he is showing a lot more than I expected. He looks to be a quality depth piece. I don't think he's going to make the major league team out of camp, but still someone to look out for in the future if he's continuing at this pace. If he can get back to his Diamondbacks form, which not holding my breath for that one, but would still be nice to see. And Taylor Jones had a really good day going three for four with a run scored, who has also been another bright spot on this spring team. Good to see him producing. Matt Thice had a two for three day with a double, and he's really pushing for that catching spot that's still available, being potentially the backup. But he's out of options, so it's put up or shut up time, really. So I... I kind of want to see him make the team, but I also really want to see Ohapi. So I'm honestly more looking forward to seeing when Stassi gets traded, to be honest. I mean, Stassi's still good. Air quotes, good. But he still has value, I should say. But he's... I want to see Thice. We have not given him a legitimate shot in the bigs. Let him try and earn it. And I I keep wanting to see him do well. But he doesn't end up getting a fair shot. So it's tough to evaluate him. But yeah, we'll see what happens at the end of spring. Might be a potential trade candidate actually. If he performs as well as he's been doing. That might not be a bad idea to see a move come at the end of spring. So maybe keep an eye out for that. Maybe end up getting a sixth rotation spot guy and maybe package him with Canning or something like that and get maybe a fifth starter and push Suarez to the sixth. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. And Joe Adele went two for three today, and he had one run scored, and he did end up swiping a bag in the fourth inning, and he did have one more strikeout, but a two for three day is still good. He scored a run, so that's always nice. And... This was a bad day for Brett Phillips. He went 0 for 3, getting the hat trick with 3 Ks. Tough showing. But that that fourth outfielder spot is not guaranteed at this point. Adele's kind of, I don't want to say making a push, but he's not floundering at the plate like he usually is. He's at least, you know, putting in effort on the base paths like, That's something he struggled with was making base running errors and just making general errors defensively. He hasn't made a bad play defensively that's cost the team. So maybe he does actually have a chance to make this team out of spring. If he does earn it, I would love to see it, but I don't, I don't know, man. This feels like his last chance this year. I I can't get over the fact that he strikes out so much still. And same with Brett Phillips. He's also striking out a lot. So we have to find something for that fourth outfield spot still, I think. There's not looking too great right now. And Kyron Paris, 
who had an RBI double in his one for three day. He also scored a run. And Andrew Velazquez had a good game for once. And he went two for three with an RBI, did have a strikeout and a caught stealing. So that's an Andrew Velazquez good game, I guess. And Jordan Adams was one for one with two RBIs. And Adrian Placencia, sorry, I cannot talk, went one for one and was one of 18 hits the Angels had in a very good offensive game in the 5-4 win. So you love to see that. And personally, this was my game of the week. I, I love this game. I went back and I watched some stuff. And this was the Rockies, and they won 5-4 to four and only allowed three runs. So that's always positive in spring when you're not allowing more than four or five runs in a game. When you can keep a team offensively down, that's good. Because a lot of the runs scored are against quad A and triple A, and not even that, usually potentially double A lineups and double A arms. So they're just trying to get looks for. So you'll see a lot of offense. And to see a team that only puts up three runs, that's always good. And Chase Silseth took the mound. I personally still want to see him as the sixth starter. I think he has the highest ceiling. I think him being a right-handed pitcher helps his case. And to be honest, if he doesn't win it, I won't be upset. Because seeing him get a little bit more development and come back even stronger would be great. But if he keeps putting up numbers like he did to on this game, he, he might actually just straight up win it out of spring. And if he does that, I will have absolutely zero complaints. And he went four innings pitch, three hits, one earned run, and that was a solo home run to Ryan McMahon. And that was an absolute bomb, by the way. And he did have five strikeouts. So he's pitched really good. I mean, if he wins it, I would... I will scream with joy, but yeah, good game for the kid. Love to see it. And Austin Warren followed him out of the pen in his one inning. He went one, two, three with absolutely no fun stats, no walks, no hits, no strikeouts, no nothing, just clean, good inning. And Matt Moore came in after him getting a strikeout and he did allow a walk. Good for him to get a good outing. Needed to see that. He had a couple of busy innings, let's call it. And Justin Garza came in, had one hit, two strikeouts, a walk, and an earned run. That was off of a solo blast of Eluris Montero, who will probably contend for the third base spot for the Rockies this year, who's very good player, not just some scrub in single A that's getting a chance in the major league ballparks here for spring. So got to give him a little bit of credit where it's due. That was a good swing. And Jonathan Diaz pitched two innings to close the game. He allowed three hits and allowed an unearned run and had a walk. So not a bad day. The pitchers did well, had a lot of MLB regulars pitching. So you like to see that when they're shutting down bats and Speaking of bats, we'll move on to the Angels, who Soto and Drury both went exactly the same. They went 0 for 3 with a strikeout. So, not fantastic. That's not the best line, but, you know, spring training stuff. Anthony Rendon, 0 for 2. Again, not great. 
Hunter Renfro had a one for three day with a double and dude's been hitting extra bases left, right, and center. Just tearing it up. Love this guy. He is one of my favorite players on this team right now. I love Hunter Renfro. Absolute stud. And starting catcher Logan O'Hoppy went one for three again, who scored on Moniac single, which opened up the scoring of this game in the fourth. And funny enough, he was DH and supposed backup catcher Max Stassi, who got the start behind the plate because of fluke, I guess. You know, sure. Max Stassi started because of a fluke. And he went one for two with a run scored. Not a bad day. I'm kind of shitting on Stassi a little bit, but I'm only kind of bantering. He's not too bad. (laughs) Anyways, moving on to Mickey Moniak. And like I said earlier, he had an RBI single, part of a two for three day, who also stole a bag. And again, like I said, that fourth outfielder spot is not a guarantee for Phillips. He's got Moniak breathing down his neck. Hopefully... Again, I would love to see Moniac go out and win it. That would be fantastic. I would rather see Moniac over Adele, and I'd rather see Moniac over Phillips. So seeing him go out and win it would be fantastic. And Jordan Adams had another decent day, going one for three with an RBI single and a stolen bag, although he did have two Ks as well. Not, not a bad game, not a fantastic game, somewhere in the middle, just... Showing he's got an ability to put a run in. So that's always good. And steal a bag with that amazing speed. And Zach Neto went one for two with a run scored. And how he scored that run, you might ask. Jeremiah Jackson, who went oppo taco, game-winning, walk-off home run. And all I want to say is, wow, that was a good hit. Opposite field. Got it over the wall. That's all that matters. And he's still young. I love to see him make an impact in 24, probably. I think that's probably along his timeline. He's 22, so he still has a lot of upside. And I cannot wait to see him do great things. And that's really it for the important games that were played, other than... For spring training games, that is. There was some WBC games. And today, the Angels played Team USA. And for the record, all I want to say is, do not put a ton of stock into this game. It's an exhibition game against pretty much an all-star team. So, do take what you want away from that. Like, Tyler Anderson went two innings and... Then had a grand slam hit off of him by Nolan Arenado. I am not taking that to the bank and say, oh no, Tyler's going to be a bust. We messed up. We shouldn't have signed him or anything like that. That's way overreacting. But he looked good before those, after, before that third inning. So he had two quality innings. So against that lineup that USA was running out, that was a full starting lineup of all-stars. And he looked solid. So the fact that he went through that for two innings was good. That's about all I'll take from that game. And I did want to mention this because of how bizarre it was. Mike Trout playing against the Angels for the first time in his career is just odd. It was 
kind of strange to look at and I don't know how I feel about it. I know a lot of the people who listen to this are rooting for Team USA, so you might want to thank Tyler for getting you guys on a bit of a hot streak. So, you know, let's see what happens. This WBC is going to be real fun if the Americans go on a run. That'll be fun to watch those guys just tear it up. And speaking of WBC, one of my two teams that I want to watch, I'm Canadian and I'm also part Italian. I will be primarily rooting for Canada, but I do have a vested interest in watching Italy, especially because of David Fletcher. And Fletcher, who now has the most stereotypical mustache, and I'm going to say it. I've got a huge hot take. I love it. I want to see it for longer. I want to see him bring it to the Angels because he scored one of the winning runs in this game, and Italy beat Cuba at baseball. I don't think people understand how bizarre something like that is. And I am overjoyed to see the er, <laughs> the Angels players coming up clutch. And Fletcher and his brother scored on the same play off of the Nicky Lopez 2-RBI single in extras. Part of a 2-for-5 day for him. And he also scored a run earlier. What a game for the boys. And Vinny Pascantino, two for four. Sal Frelick went one for five and scored a couple of runs. So my Italian guys, big ups, good win, start out strong. And back to uh, China and Japan, Otani had an absolute day. He went two for four, two RBIs, two walks, a run scored, And, oh yeah, this as well. He went four innings, one hit, five Ks in the 8-1 win over Chinese Taipei. What what is going on? There is so much to keep track of right now. My head is spinning. And I absolutely love it. So much baseball going on. I don't even know what to do with myself right now. There is so much going on and I couldn't be happier. And that is all I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoy the World Baseball Classic as it goes underway again and again every day. There's more. There's game on right now. I can't even fathom what is going on today. Let's see who's done well. What's going on now? And I am out of breath. Chechnya and China are playing. Chechnya is up 3-0 in the bottom of the fifth. Love to see that. Panama and Cuba just kicked off, and wow, I am just bouncing around like a pinball. And tomorrow, Friday the 10th, Italy plays Chinese Taipei at 3 a.m. I'm sure I will be watching some of that in the morning. And at 8 p.m., Panama plays Italy as well, so I will definitely be watching that game. And Korea-Japan at 2 a.m., I probably will not be watching that because I have to sleep for work. And 7 p.m., China and Australia. And I figure we might as well cover the Angels. Tomorrow, Reed Detmers takes the mound versus Clayton Kershaw at 12.05. That is an away game. And the 11th, we have no starter named for the weekend, but that's against the Diamondbacks. And Sunday is against the White Sox at 105. 
no starter named for that game either. And that is all I've got for the day. Hope you enjoy. Hope you have a fun weekend. And I will talk to you on Sunday. And most importantly, go Halos.